This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 137 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Winston White. Now, Winston is the vice president of the Sports Council of Collier County. Winston, welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thank you, Charlie. It's a pleasure to be with you. And a pleasure to have you. Um, I'm so excited to get, I get to talk about sports. How awesome is that? It is pretty cool. Uh, it's in my DNA, so I can talk all day about it, my, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so terrific. So let's get into what Tulsa about the uh, Sports Council of Collier County. Okay, so um, as you can probably tell by the accent, I'm not originally from the U.S. I grew up in the U.K., uh, but I uh, sort of semi-retired to um, Naples, Florida, and um, I was always involved in sports, and I sort of got involved in looking at amateur games, and I'm, you know, I'm a, bit, I'm a former soccer player, so I wanted to find an, you know, sort of a vehicle, really, where I could impart my knowledge and get involved in, in local decision-making, if you will. And uh, funnily enough, I was actually approached by uh, the president of the Sports Council at the time, a lady called Mary Shea, who uh, heard about me and wanted to know if I wanted to be involved in the Sports Council of Collier County. Now, the Sports Council of Collier County is a voluntary organization which effectively uh, imposes its, um, its opinions on behalf of the community to local government, to parks and recreation, to all the bodies that are involved in sports. And what we've done really is, is quite phenomenal because I've been with them for two and a bit something years. The organization has been going for approximately about eight or nine years, if not more. And um, in the last sort of couple of years, we've really sort of started to embed ourselves into the you know, the mindset of the sports community here in Collier County, working with um, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the uh, Collier County Parks and Recreation, working with the CVB who are tasked to do sort of work with tourism and so on. So we, we've become a sort of almost like a, a middleman, if you will, uh, almost like an ombudsman to make sure that people are doing the right sort of thing. So we're really defining ourselves as an organization. And I must emphasize again, it's a voluntary organization. So, you know, we do have a board, we do have an organized structure, and uh, I'm very proud to be part of that process that's making significant change in the county. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and how blessed we are to have someone with the kind of experience that you have, not only just locally, but internationally, you've seen a lot. Yeah, I, I have actually. Yeah, I was very blessed to have a, a you know, a fabulous soccer career uh, in the UK. I played for 19 years and, um, you know, I've always uh, wanted to give back. And uh, every town or city that I've, where I've represented my that soccer team, um, I always uh, embedded myself in the community where I could, whether it be helping, you know, local hospitals or helping you know whoever really that that um we could because we had a voice in the community so when i came to collier county um i was pleasantly surprised as to the number of organizations that uh you know were doing uh you know sort of 
philanthropic sort of uh, activity, if you will. And uh, but the, you know, the best fit for me was the Sports Council of Collier County. Yeah. Wow. So, in your years of serving on the board, what comes to mind is uh, maybe a standout project or decision. You know, what what comes to mind there? Well, you know, it's it, it's you know, we're still going through a process, Charlie. But w what I would say has been the most significant factor, and uh, I've got to be careful how I put this because, as you know, with every board and with every organization, it's a dynamic. It has to change and. Um, you know, I was the only sports person on the board, actually, who had a sporting career. Um, so I found that a little bit strange, I must admit. But I could understand some of the reasons why the, um, the, 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 the sort of the, the, the character of the sports council was mainly hoteliers and people in the hospitality industry, because what they were trying to do initially was attract tourism into the area and obviously it's the businesses as in hospitality and the hotel industry that benefit but what we needed to do was become more focused on the sports side of the of the business i.e you know we have a fantastic um county here with incredible beaches fantastic hotels great restaurants and a really thriving economy so what i felt was is that you know they did need people like myself and others representing other sports as well, uh, not just those obvious sports, some of the, let's call them the, the minority sports as well, if you will, so that we could be an all-encompassing organization. So what I, what I tried to do as part of the strategic team, that was my role and my job, I had to look at really what were the, almost like the models that we could build off. And as I'm sure you know, pickleball, Right, which I'd never heard of before I came here, um, you know, was a is a phenomenal um, success here in in the Collier County, and in fact across the U.S. In, in a lot of different cities now. So I actually looked at that as a model and said, look, you know, what we've done with pickleball, we can do with a lot of other sports. It's just that we haven't been introduced to them, and so now we are now building a board that is starting to be representative of a number of different sports as well so that we're not cherry picking so that we are an inclusive organization because we are now building capacity in terms of uh, sports field we've just been instrumental in helping to uh, raise funds for a hundred million dollar sports complex which uh, the ribbon cutting was two weeks ago so we all played our part in that particularly the hotel hoteliers because a lot of this was funded through bed tax through the hoteliers and so, uh, you know, and, and, and donations from, the, uh, from the, 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 the county as well. So, you know, we, we played our part in that. So we've got good capacity. We still need more compared to, let's say, our neighbours, let's say, in Fort Myers. But we have now enough capacity to say, look, we have the fields. We can invite people from outside of the community, but also internationally as well. We have two fantastic facilities that could accommodate international, uh, let's say, spring break training or, you know, preseason training for soccer or any of those sports now. And uh, it's something to be proud of. And uh, as I say, that's a uh, that's an ongoing process. Um, so in, in, in summary, we had to get a board that was representative of the community. And I think that's what we're starting to do. And we're still inviting people to actually join that board so we can 
be best placed to help uh, represent the community. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, that's it in summary, really. That's one of the uh-huh. things I'm proudest of, really, that we've actually are now uh, putting together the pathways to make that happen. So tell us more about this $100 million facility. What's, what's that all about? Right. Okay. Well, again, this is before my time in, with the Sports Council that the idea was put together. But there was some fantastic research done about, I think it was about five years ago, in terms of looking at uh, the facilities that, that are in Collier County. And obviously, you know, those uh, towns like Fort Myers and, uh, you know, sort of further north and obviously Miami and Fort Lauderdale, you know, when international um, tournaments were coming, they were choosing those venues because they had the capacity. They had, you know, the the capabilities. They had more hotels and so on. So something had to be done. You know, there's only so 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 much time you can spend on promoting beaches. So we knew that we had to build capacity. So um, after this great report was put together, uh, it was decided that through you know fantastic um, coordination by um, the county commissioners, they put together this project to say that we really want to put it out there to the public. Do we want to build more capacity? And it was decided that we we're going to build this um, stadium that was initially was a $80 million budget but like most things, Charlie, as you know, you know, that was blown out of the water somewhat when the project moved on, when it was decided that there was going to be not just a sports facility, but we were actually going to uh, accommodate it as an entertainment venue as well, which I think is a really good idea. So it won't just offer uh, a venue for, for sports, it will be arts and entertainment as well. So it will be an ongoing, uh, almost like a, um, a chameleon uh, facility, if you will. So, you know, not just at the weekends, it'll be busy. Hopefully, it'll be busy in the weeks as well. And um, we did the ribbon cutting the other week. And it's we've just just released four uh, fields, if you will, which can accommodate all different sports because they're turf fields. And uh, they've built the, uh, where the Welcome Centre, which is basically the, you know, the, 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 the centre where everybody congregates when they're registering. And the stadium, which is going to be a fantastic stadium, um, to be completed hopefully by December of twenty of twenty twenty this year, um, uh, that will be that that will host. I think it's going to be about four and a half thousand, with the potential to be up to ten thousand. Um, you know, in in the next phase two and phase three. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of area that has been um, purchased by the county for these different phases. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's about 65 acres that has been taken. And I think we're probably only using about, I think it's about 18 at the moment, something like that. So we've got a long way to go, but the framework is set out already and it looks fantastic. I would encourage anybody you know, to go and have a look at it. And it's actually located, if you come off uh, Junction 101 off 75 and you head towards Citygate, you won't miss it because all the signs are there for it. Okay. Wow. Wow. And you mentioned, uh, you know, obscure sports and stuff. What, What sports fall under the umbrella of, you know, the council? 
Well, here's the thing. I mean, you know, obviously you're going to get your usual suspects that everybody wants to play. Obviously, soccer is a big sport. There's going to be soccer fields. Uh, the first event actually was hosted uh, last weekend, which was called the Top Gun uh, Football Regional Championships. Now, that is the, uh, the qualifiers for um, the FBU Championships, which is held in Naples every year. The last one was held in in. Um, in uh, December of last year. So these are the regionals. So we had over a thousand people uh, at the facility last weekend, and it was a great success. Uh, like I said, the facility is not finished yet, but that's, you know, it shows that we can still, we can now host events there. But some of the smaller, yeah. some of the smaller sports, or you when you say smaller, let's say emerging sports. I mean, lacrosse is one of the fastest growing sports in the country. You know, so um, we're hoping to have a big lacrosse uh, tournament there this year. Um, obviously, with um, with COVID, that's, uh, you know, a number of different events have been cancelled, unfortunately. But we will have a facility which will host certain things like, um, you know, uh, fitness, fitness classes. We will be hosting things. So if anybody wants to have, let's say, do fencing, for example. You know, we'll have an area for fencing. We'll have a, we'll have areas for different types of things. And the fact that most of our fields are going to be turf, you can do a lot of stuff outside as well. So it's really open to members of the public or organisations who actually want to rent the fields to do their own thing. You know, we've not limited limited it to just those obvious sports. It's open to everyone. And we, we will have indoor and outside uh, accommodation to accommodate those um, particular, what you call minority sports. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, what an asset this is for the county. And It is. Yeah. It, it is. It is. And the other great thing about it is, like I mentioned before, um, we will have an arts and entertainment um, aspect to this as well. So, um, whereas when I first came here, a lot of the things used to be like the arts, uh, uh, festivals used to be on fifth Avenue and that used to disrupt a lot of the, um, the business on, on fifth Avenue, as you can appreciate, you know? Sure. Um, so some of those things potentially could go to, um, the sports complex, um, I'm, I'm also the director of a wellness program as well, just on a side note, Charlie. And, uh, yeah, so um, what we've done is myself and my business partner, I think you've spoken to, Peggy Sealfon, uh, sure. we, we've been facilitating an annual wellness day, which occurs in January. Uh, we've done two so far, and, um, you know, hopefully we may be able to host a wellness day at the complex. Uh, and as you know, wellness is a... Big, 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 uh, has, has spans a big area of, of different practitioners from fitness all the way through to holistic, uh, you know, sort of uh, healing or, yeah. you know, yoga, you know, every, everything that's not work is really wellness when you think mm. about it. So we, you know, we're, we're planning to uh, try to do something at the complex there. So again, it's allowed uh, a lot of different members of the public and or organizations to find that uh, facility which will host these things that in certain situations we couldn't host before. So that's the beauty right. of this facility. 
Love it, love it. So Winston, you, you mentioned uh, this is a volunteer board, you know, for those who are interested in helping out or just our listeners who want to learn more, where should we send them? Right. Okay. So um, the Sports Council are always looking for members um, because, again, the members are representative of the community. So we're actually a very proactive drive at the moment uh, to actually uh, increase the members of the Sports Council. And uh, I'm just, as we're talking here, I'm just trying to get the site so I can direct people. So um, they go to the website, colliercountysports.com. They can see what the sports council are doing. I'll just repeat that again. It's colliercountysports.com. And you can actually see what the sports sports council are doing, uh, how we're going about it. Uh, You can see the board members on there. Like I said, I'm the vice president of the sports council. Liz Sanders uh, is the current president, and she's a phenomenal um, hotelier uh, in, in, in Collier County, and she's doing a great job. So, um, you know, you can become a member. Uh, we are looking to increase our board membership as well, but we're, we're going to be very uh, particular about who we invite on the board because that particular board member has to add value. They have to take on a project, and they have to own that project. So... They're some of the things that, since I've been involved, we've really managed to ramp up somewhat. So we're now, um, I call it, we, we, we are now a tiger with teeth, whereas before we didn't have teeth. So, um, you know, I, I think we're, we're, we're making a big statement now, I believe, in the county. I would say so. Uh, and love the website, and I'm glad you directed everyone over towards it. And, yeah, for those uh, who really want to help out and get involved with some great folks. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to sit next to Winston and, and be on one of his committees? And, and I'm sure the other folks involved in that group. Uh, uh, so not only can you help the community, but you get to meet some pretty neat people. Yeah, that's right, Charlie. And here's the thing, you know, if you are a bit tentative about getting involved and, you know, you're not sure what, um, you know, the sports, what you can do with this, with the sports county, you can come to one of our, um, our membership um, meetings for free just to have a look and just to sit in and get a feel and a flavor of some of the things we talk about, some of the things that we uh, are aspiring to do. And um, if I may take up just a a second or two just to let you know some of the things that we have in the pipeline. Um, I've just put together um, another arm of the Sports Council, which is a 501c3, right? Um, that's going to be called uh, the Collier Sports Foundation. And that is there for to raise money for those um, young people that have not had the opportunity to participate in sports. Okay, So it's those, mm-hmm. those youth of, of lesser privilege. We are looking to raise money for them so they can actually um, participate. Now, I'm very passionate about this, Charlie, because... Growing up in the UK, as I did, uh, obviously it being a smaller landmass, um, you know, you they really had to um, provide facilities all over the place for different and diverse communities, and they've done a really, really good job at it. With the US being so large, and then you know, if you just take the, the Collier County community, it's it's a large community uh, uh, with large landmass. And there's a lot of different communities that are dotted quite a distance. I mean, Immokalee is a heck of a distance. You know, Ava Maria is a heck of a distance. And some of those areas 
sometimes do not get the privileges. You know, some of the, you know, the areas of Golden Gate, not that far away, but, you know, they don't, sometimes don't get the opportunities. So we are looking to try to create an environment where those talented youngsters can have the opportunity. Listen, we're not talking about them being a professional. We're just talking about participating because I know what sport did for me from a very, very young age. I'm a product of a fantastic community. So the power of that community, I believe uh, that's, that's where you get your talented um, youth who have leadership skills, who have aspirations, who have discipline, all those things that sport give you. I believe that we can provide that environment for that. Um, but we need that to be funded. So that's another aspect of what we're doing, you know. Um, another, another thing that we're doing, if I may, is sure. uh, we are looking to uh, develop a, a um, what's called a youth sports council. So, you know, people like myself and others obviously are looking after the bigger picture, but we need the youth to input what they want. It's all fine and well us saying what we think the youth want, but we need the voice of youth. So we are actually putting together a youth sports council. Now, this has been um, disrupted a little bit because of COVID, but once mm -hmm. the schools get back and, you know, obviously they're back on track with everything else, that's another thing going forward that we want to do because, how you know, I believe that youth know what they want better than the adults can tell them what they need. So I'm a big believer in that. And it's a conversation. It's helped helping to develop that environment so you know we don't get that unruly behavior if a kid becomes disenfranchised we you know they start to think because they you know they're playing sports they understand the power of working together you know it's very fundamental things here but they're the sort of things that we're looking to do with the sports council so there's a lot of really good stuff here we have a really good board who understand what we're trying to do and are all doing their very best to help us achieve that Winston, I am so impressed. Uh, you, you, you amaze me. Uh, we are, as I said earlier, blessed to have you part of this and the rest of the board. And um, thank you for all you do. Oh, thanks, Charlie. I appreciate it. I really enjoy the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to get you back on. You can update us on uh, what's happening uh, with the, uh, the center and, um, you know, what uh, – you know, certainly I love that concept of the uh, the youth sports board, you know, get the kids involved early. And uh, as you said, you know, they see things totally different than uh, us uh, older adult folk. Yeah, that, that's very true, you know, and I've always believed that. And even even when I was in my teens, you know, I, I you know, I always felt that, you know, sometimes if you give, um, you know, the, the framework to work within for, for young people, they will figure it out, you yeah. know. And, yeah. and I think that's that's lacking somewhat. And I'm not just talking about here. I'm talking about, in the, you know, when I was in the UK as well. You know, sometimes we actually take that responsibility away from them. So we don't actually sometimes find, the, you know, enough leaders in those situations because we're not giving them enough responsibility at times. And I think that if you just provide the framework, they will figure it out. That's how yeah. I learned. That's how I became yeah. a successful professional athlete. And now, hopefully, you know, a successful prof you know, professional business person, if you will. Because yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm always wanting to learn, not just from my peer groups, but from young people as well. Because 
they come unfiltered a lot of the time. They come with a fresh mentality, and that's what we need sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, love it. Uh, Winston, thank you again, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thanks, Charlie. All the very best. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.